Hello everyone, welcome to Showhoppers. Today we're covering Outer Range, Season 1, Episode 2, The Land. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher watching, watching Outer Range for the first time, alongside my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hi, everyone. I'm glad you didn't push me into the void, Mr. Sal. I can't believe I haven't heard an apology yet. <laughs> no, nope, still nothing? Okay, I guess we'll check our ratings. Ratings. Kurt, mm -hmm. I think uh, I think I'll, <laughs> most of your opinion of this episode comes down to your opinion on clam juice. What's your opinion on clam juice, Kurt? <laughs> There's so many odd references. <laughs> What's your opinion of clam juice, Kurt? Would you, would, you nice, would you drink a nice refreshing glass of red clam juice? Is that what that actually like? Well, I, I don't know what the mixed drink that they it's were clam juice. I think this. it's got I think it's got tomato juice in it too, but I'm not entirely positive. Is that actually what it is? Yeah, clam juice and tomato juice. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was like an alcoholic. I don't think so. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay, I'm drinking that. I don't even know what clam juice is. No, I wouldn't try it. I mean, I guess I would try it because I've never had it before. But I'm not even that into seafood. So like I feel like I feel like clam juice is not something for me. I thought they were joke like they were just calling it like it was dog water, like calling it clam juice. I didn't know it was actual clam juice in it. I'm pretty sure it's actual clam juice. I know clam juice was an actual thing. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna go a lot of things every day. <laughs> uh so what so you would not try that. So I don't know. I I think that I think if you I would switched... try it. but I, I probably wouldn't order it. If someone like I would take a sip of it. <laughs> okay. Like Royal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nice... I wouldn't screw the whole thing of it though. I'd say, hey, I'll take a sip of yours when you and yours come. He took a nice fu sip of it. Thanks for the clam juice. I'm out of here. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I, so I think that that scene kind of splits the episode. Uh, before that scene, I think you were kind of lukewarm on it, but after that scene, I think you loved it. So I, it really it comes down to that scene. But I don't know. I I, I think you gave it a nine out of ten. I think same for you. I think uh, you gave it a nine out of, nine out of ten. Beginning part, not that into it. Ending part, a lot of the ending scene sequences, um, you were into. I think you gave it a nine. Okay, I did for almost exactly that reason. As did I. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, the first first twenty twenty minutes or so, I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like, the, the, I don't care about this like map of the land and the lawyer's office and. Even to a certain extent, the Wayne scene, I was like, oh, this is kind of, this guy's weird. This kid's a weird guy. <laughs> I, I I was kind of into I I was all right with this land stuff. I'm oh, I, really? I think it's cooking. I think it's cooking. Well, yeah, that's fine. I, it's just like this was this was the, the the part of of the cooking process where it's like preheating, and who's interested in the preheat? Oh, I love the preheat. That's oh, what I, that's like what I'm on the oven the most. I'm looking forward to when we're at the temperature. I can put <laughs> okay. it in now. Okay, but for me, this this episode shifts as soon as Autumn comes back into it because Autumn is not in the first half of the episode, but once she's back, it's I mean it's a ten out of ten easily after she gets back. There's a lot of ten out of ten stuff, a lot of good scenes. Yeah, uh, but before before she's back in the episode, it's like maybe an eight out of ten. I, not not my favorite stuff, but. I've, Seriously, the last half of this episode, once she's back in the in play, is 
spectacular. I watched that part twice, actually. All the Sal cut. <laughs> not exactly the Sal cut. Like, I, I, no, not the Sal cut. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't just watch the episode as the Sal cut. No, Skip you got and stuff. You got you got to watch the first part about it. Like, you need the you need that setup in the beginning. Absolutely. Like, there's 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 decent stuff, enough stuff there. Like the the um scene with Tom Pelfrey and the passenger seat of a car just like in ozark like <laughs> complaining about life and the hand he's been dealt is uh With that's a taxi driver yeah, yeah it's it's very uh, that's that's perry by the way folks but um that, that's that's a decent scene there's there's some good enough stuff here it's just uh i mean just right, the fact that the royal comes in in the morning is a little staggering <laughs> you know it's it's disorienting and it's like you're back on your heels like the whole time that's that part is not boring um it's a little confusing but i I think you gotta you gotta have that early part that's why this is not a salad cut that i'm talking about Mm -hmm. i rewatched the second half of the episode because i loved the second half of the episode that makes sense you can't do without the first half right that's not this is not a a sad boy with wings a baby with wings at a great helmet that's not what this is that there was plenty of stuff that could have been trimmed out of the episode. Mm-hmm. This I don't feel like there is. It's just that I don't love the first it's half. Not as entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that second half, wow. There's a lot of stuff. I before we get into it, I, I kinda wanna do the favorite scenes. Okay, let's do that then. Uh I'm gonna predict for you I I mean my knee jerk is to just say the last scene because it's just such mm-hmm. a, this is the second episode in a row. Where they've just dropped my jaw in the last scene. They they know how to end an episode. They really do. <laughs> they know how to end an episode. I'll give them that. Yeah. So my knee jerk is to do that, but I think the more you thought about it, I think you probably even preferred the penultimate episode or uh, penultimate scene to the last scene, which is the scene with Autumn and Royal in the barn. All right. See, I I'm stuck on either that being your favorite scene, which one, Autumn and Royal in the barn, or the Autumn last? and Royal in the barn, or okay. not the very last one, but Royal saying grace for dinner, because you yep. were you were talking about for episode one how you're loving this angle, right? That um, his wife, uh, Cecilia, Cecilia, okay, yep. Cecilia has a lot of faith, you know, in God and whatnot. Royal has seemed to lost it, has wavered, and that is. A very good showcase of how much it he, he kind of tries, but then he remembers how much he hates God and then goes on a tirade. Uh, I think you went with that. I think you went with the uh, royal ruling God at supper. So if you could have been in my head while I was watching the episode, mm-hmm. that scene comes around, the, the grace scene uh, mm-hmm. before dinner. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, there is not a single solitary chance that anything can top this. So <laughs> it may have been confirmation bias, but nothing topped it. It, was, <laughs> it is it is so exactly what I was hoping to see. I, I can't even tell you how giddy I was watching that scene. I mean, it's, it's first a good of all, scene. It's a good, it's, it's a good talking by Royal. Oh, he has a great actress. Fantastic. He's, he's so, he, Josh Brolin is so good. He, he's like, Dan knows he's so sick. I, yeah, I know. So, so he, like when he says, I'd like to pray I, that, that right there, I was like, Oh, really? Okay. All right. 
And the prayer starts out very Ozarkish, right? It starts the the the, the four things you need for redemption are uh, um, my, my, contrition, confession, absolution, and penance, right? Mm-hmm. And and he starts out with quite a bit of contrition, right? He says, you know, he asks for forgiveness. He says, Forgive us for what we did. He starts by praying for, uh, for Trevor and his family, right? Mm-hmm. And we pray for Trevor and his family, and we pray for your forgiveness, I guess, he says, you know, and your guidance. Uh, and it, But it, it devolves into anger really, really quickly. You can almost see, like, stages of grief playing out in just this one prayer right mm-hmm. uh and, and he started he says i'm asking is there, there's a great void between us so i mean it's, it's mm-hmm. referencing the actual literal void mm-hmm. but i have a theory now about this void too so um but he's he's in, in his head referencing the literal void but everybody else is hearing just about a, a, a gap in understanding between God and, and human it says, I'm asking you to fill that void. I'm asking you to come down here and explain yourself. And how many times have I felt that in my own life? So many times, like when, when I, uh, you know, when I was I'm pretty immersed in Catholicism, you know, I, I've had that thought. And I think most people have like come down here and explain yourself. It's, it's, it's the problem of pain, right? It's, it's like, if there's this benevolent, all loving God, then why do people suffer? Right. Mm-hmm. Come down here and, and explain yourself. But says, I don't think I, I don't even think I ever believe in you, but I really hate you. <laughs> the world you created isn't adding up and I hate you for it. But, oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just, it's so good. It's an illustration of this comp- the complicated feelings that come with faith. It, and it breaks me back to the, the discussion we had in the Mrs. Davis podcast about the hashtag blessed, like mm-hmm. uh, argument that uh, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I do I, remember I, this. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very opposed to people saying I'm blessed because it, if you're in a situation like Royal Abbott's in now, does that mean he's cursed? Right. Because Good stuff's not happening to him, so the so yeah, he's not blessed. Sure. But he's not, he's not cursed. He's not blessed, but he clearly he must be cursed. No, if, no, just if not. Good blessed. stuff is because you're <laughs> blessed. Again. Then bad stuff must be because you're cursed. No, that, no, 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 yes. no. That's that's the false assumption there. No, 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 no. no, no you, can, not... you can be blessed. You can be nothing, or you can be cursed. It's not. Well, it's nothing... not. It's not binary. Nothing would be like the average day, your definition of the average day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead and explain your definition of the average day. Oh, thank you. Well, of course. <laughs> well, my, my, to me, because you forget so many days in your life, right? You get 365, 366 a year. That to me, an average day is a day that I know I'm going to forget about. Nothing happened really that was noteworthy. And I'm going to forget about the day in like a week from now. Right. A good day is when I have a memory that I think I will remember and I will remember it fondly. That's a good day, right? Or maybe even a great day. Who knows? And then a bad day is reciprocal. If something bad happened to me that day. I'm going to remember that bad memory. This is a bad day. Right. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's, right. that's the criteria for it. So you're saying something good happens to you. You say you're blessed. Blessed day. Something bad happened to you. You're cursed. Cursed day. Yeah. But if nothing noteworthy happened, neither. Uh, all, all I'm saying is, just because someone's blessed doesn't mean you're cursed because you didn't get blessed. Cursed is a whole different thing. Curse, curse is something bad's happened to you. 
Well, why wasn't I blessed though? That I don't know. Right. <laughs> so I don't. I. I, and I don't even take it in a religious angle. I just take it as uh, you feel they, blessed. But when like you feel, that, you feel like you've gotten. Ah, uh, you think of gratitude, and gratitude is different. We had this discussion on Mrs. Davis, but but gratitude is different. I can be grateful for something. I'm, I'm grateful for many things. Mm-hmm. But if I say it to somebody else, and I can even feel blessed, like feeling blessed is fine. But if I say to somebody else, especially like in a public forum, I am blessed. Mm-hmm. I resent that because if if you think that this good thing happened to you because you're blessed, then why do you think that this bad thing happened to me? Oh, I think it also be interpreted as you feel blessed because this good thing has happened to you. But that's not what they're saying. They're saying I, you know, feeling blessed is different than being blessed. I am blessed is different from I feel blessed. Well, what if they just say blessed? No, that's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can email us, showhoverspodcast at gmail.com to yell at me about why hashtag blessed is fine. But, um, <laughs> but, or yell at Kurt about why it's not. Uh, so, anyway, but this, th- the point is that Royal is not feeling especially blessed right now. He's feeling no, cursed. Definitely not. And he wants an explanation, which I think is fair. if if, so there's what's what's there is there's obviously some faith still in royal because he wouldn't be having this monologue if there wasn't right Mm -hmm. if if he believed nothing he wouldn't be talking to this being right if he believed nothing he wouldn't say come down here and explain yourself if he believed nothing he wouldn't say i hate you if you believe nothing, there'd be nothing to hate. There'd be nothing to come down and explain. So there is some belief here that he, that he's still holding on to. I don't know what happened to his faith, but I'm interested to see, and I hope we do see what happened to it. Anyway, um, eventually Amy enters, and and this is pretty interesting too. And she, as soon as she mentions Autumn, Royal forbids her and anyone else from talking to Autumn, and he mm-hmm. says, "Well, they're moving the damn cattle to the east pasture tomorrow." Now pass the potatoes. <laughs> yes, you're skipping school. We're all moving the cows yeah. tomorrow. There's a great void. So, <laughs> I mean, he's he's really like appears to be losing it. But then, what I love the scene even more is because I saw the end, and now that I know what happened to him when he went into the void, this scene makes even more sense. It makes it even more amazing because he has already experienced that. He's already been to this, whatever this is, this future or this alternate dimension or whatever. And it doesn't make sense to him. So it makes total sense to us that he has this, this temper tantrum at the dinner table about it. So yeah, you're trying to process all this. Like how, did, how, where's it all going? Yes. Yes. It's so good. This is oh, it's so good. So, that's true about that scene. That yeah. that does turn me back around on it. That that might be. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you right now. Fun? What's your favorite scene? My favorite was more shock. It was the exact. I I picked the final scene, not the penultimate one. It's, my short list were the three though. Was yeah the one you did. Yeah. Uh, penultimate one and the very last one. But I was yeah. like, you know, it's a bit shocked to pick the last one. But it really, you know, I saw the scene. I was glad because once we got through like the first like five minutes of the episode and he's back yeah. like once he gets back home shirtless i'm like yeah. oh we're not gonna find out this episode all i right, know then. i didn't think so much. <laughs> i'm like oh we're just not gonna find out fine if they want to play it that way uh, maybe we'll get <laughs> you know bits and pieces from royal I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to see how he behaves see i uh, 
I thought he was in the in the void. It, so we were seeing like an alternate reality. That's what I was then, wondering too. Yeah. But then they, like, they they started talking about all the same stuff, and I was like, no, nah, this is this is the same place. I was wondering as well because it was raining and whatnot. If, if it, this is all an alternate reality, but yeah, it doesn't seem like it is. But we actually get to see what happens, and that's why it's my favorite scene. Is just getting to see that that I, I wasn't expecting to see it, and it is pretty cool, and it is pretty jaw dropping. Makes you want to watch the next episode again, I pretty know. badly. So <laughs> so it's shock, but I picked it. It, it starts off with. Um, we got to go back, seeing him fall in, and then seeing him awake on the ground, and it's just it. It's like an oil. They're mining for oil. It looks like on his yeah, land. Yeah, there are oil derricks. Yeah, it looks like oil derricks. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're trying the to do what you suggested last time, which is dig down near the void and try to go in through the side. <laughs> just digging, <laughs> right? But, like, <laughs> but there's so many what looks like oil pumps all around, and not only that, but there's like militia and like people <laughs> waiting yeah, there's, there's like a military experience. well do you know what the waiting is it looks like they're waiting for someone to pop up like himself but there's a timer you're oh yeah you're right yes there's also a timer there the, so they the, they know he's coming it looks yeah like. there's a timer that ticked down to zero and now there's an alarm so it's like they've been waiting for this moment which is even more shocking for him. There's, there's people dressed in yellow, like a cult, like someone's favorite color. Uh-huh. <laughs> Both yours power. and... <laughs> represents power. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's at gunpoint. What's going quite on? It, mm-hmm. There's so Autumn, many questions. Autumn is there. Autumn's there. His wife's there. Oh. Luke's there. There's a lot of people there. It's Joy, the sheriff's there. Joy's there, and, yeah. His wife approaches him, tells him that this ain't their land anymore. Mm-hmm. He died two years ago in her arms and then uh-huh. tells him to run. And then people, like the, everyone, it seems like, goes to rush him. Luke, Joy, the gunman's, um, yeah. and he jumps back into the void, uh, it, yeah. whatever that means. So he, he it really leaves really you questions about what the void is. Oh, like, is I it know. just the future? But then he jumps it's, back in again. Is it the, is it like an alternative? Is it a, does it take it, you like to your own personal, like, hell? Like, what, what, what is it? <laughs> So what does it do? My working theory. Where's the dead body? Right. Where's the dead body? Where's the shirt? Where's the tarp? Where's the shovel? Mm-hmm. Where's the letter from the county assessor? Right? And he jumped back into the void. Does that bring him back? Does he right. go somewhere else? Did he go on a big trip then get back home? Like what's the? Yeah. I mean, there's there's still a lot. So many questions about the void. So uh, my working theory now is that it shows you the future, or that so. When he's just stuck his hand in, he saw a little bit into the future, right? Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. a few minutes into the future. But when he when he gets shoved all the way in, he jumps way into the future, like at least two years, right? Well, that was two years after he died, it looks like. Right. Well, no. Yeah, you died for two years. So is that right. like, it could be very far in the future. Right, right. So anyway, yeah, this is, that's my working theory, but... Uh, you could you could definitely poke holes in it, lots of holes. No, I I I, I agree that I think the void has to do with time travel, and I think it brings you to the future because it's every instance seems to be something to do with the future. Yep, so. every instance. There's only been two so far. Every but, <laughs> every, every all all signs point towards yes yeah, the future. There you, there you go, both signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Luke did shoot him in the knee because when when Cecilia asked, "Oh yeah, him, you're right." Uh, how who uh, how did you get who shot you? Was it Luke or Billy? He says Luke, 
And I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember anybody Me too. shooting him. I was like, really? I didn't really think I got <laughs> shot in the dark. Okay, yeah. well, I just took him for it. But yeah, you're right. right. The very last scene here, when he's running back, he gets shot. Yes. Oh, so my he, goodness. And Which cool. also goes to show that he remembers all this happening. I mean, yes, it didn't does, seem yeah. like it doesn't seem like he would forget, but perhaps he would mm-hmm. be worried of that. But you know, he, he thinks back to it, and the fact that the, the fact he remembers that Luke shot him. So yeah. right, yeah, this is so, him. That's an alternate version of him or something. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that it's it is what it is. It's 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 him, but. Yeah. You know, it's it is it is very cool. I love the use of painted black at the end, like the, when they start chasing him and they get that. I love that, and he jumps into the void, and the credits play with painted black, which is just a kick-ass song. I love that song. But anyway, it's a great it's a great scene, a great ending. I I can't begrudge you that scene as your favorite at all because again, my job. Yeah, again, my job was on the floor, and I really wanted to continue watching. So they know how to end these episodes strong. I know, I know. I I hope that trend continues because I guess yeah, if there's going to be like a worse part of an episode and a better part of an episode, I I guess I would prefer the uh, the end half to be the good half for sure. So yeah, Yeah, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, well, those are those are our two favorite scenes. I think they're they're really good ones. There's one. That that penultimate scene was definitely on my short list as well, uh, between Royal and Autumn in the barn. Um, so we'll we'll have plenty to say about that when we get to it. But but yeah, this is I, look. I'm enjoying the hell out of the series. I, I'm I'm excited. I am too. I I'm not that into like country stuff that much, but this is pretty mm-hmm. good. I, I let me see some bad things about the episode. Okay. Um, All right. I feel like I already have, have, so... Well, the beginning half, you know, we both kind of do is weak, but what I think really makes it weaker is we're a little too much around Royal, I think. Like, I like Royal. Mm -hmm. I think he's probably the most interesting character. I think Autumn's also pretty interesting, too. By the way, uh, regarding Autumn and Royal, um, this is another reason why I kind of think Ozark when I see the series, because they remind me a little bit of Marty and Ruth. But... Oh, you're right, because he... Royal's really stuck in his work, oh, stuck in his ways, very particular, how he yeah. wants things. Um, yeah. And this, like, young, much younger woman comes into his life and kind of upends it. So, but they have, but they have to kind of work together. Yeah, for a, com- for a common goal. So I'm yeah. sure they'll, they'll end up working together. It seems like they are now. But the rest, is, and uh, even his wife, you know, Cecilia. I, yeah. Cecilia, <laughs> I was scared to say her name. <laughs> Cecilia. <laughs> I, even this episode, I liked her, but his sons, Perry and Rat, mm, they didn't do that good in this episode. I <laughs> compared to what they were last episode, right? They they surprised me a lot, yeah, with how much character they got into them, yeah. In the last episode, with you know the whole killing of Trevor, yeah, and all that other stuff, but in this episode, they had a little flat. Like yeah. Rat, okay, I'm, I'm all right with his love interest in Maria. I don't like care that much for it. It's interesting that he goes yeah. to see her and oh. Let's all talk about that whole Trevor thing. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, but, is, it is weird that, you know, you get, he asks her out on a date and then <laughs> immediately, like, oh, by the way, um, let's not talk about that thing that, that happened, you know? That's about uh, the best plot point of it for me, though. Besides that, whatever. We'll, we'll see I how liked, I liked Perry's scene in the car with Royal. I did like that. that. That was all right. But other than that, that's all we get from Perry, right? right. And I don't... Let's see. I'm hoping Perry's not going to keep being at the stage of grief for much longer 
I hope he advances past it. Well, it's tough to process grief when you still hold on hope that that you're going to be reunited. Definitely. Oh, certainly. I'm not. I'm not doubting that at all. But I, I would like. I, w- I want to see more from Perry. With you know, he could even be at the stage of grief. But I want to. I want to see him in a different light because mm-hmm. he's just kind of he's just kind of been like that for the last two episodes. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want him to keep being the same character as you know he's grieving, which is yeah. fine to be grieving. I'm not. I'm not against that in a character, but he's always grieving in the same way. Yeah, you know, he's just upset. The world has let him down. But there's not much. There's not much changing about that. It was interesting in the first episode because mm-hmm. it caused him to, you know, kill yeah. for someone. This one though, not very much. You know, nothing. Nothing new really happens with Perry. So I, I, I want to see more from Ren Perry in episode yep. three. That's basically what, what I'm requesting here. I think they can be pretty interesting characters. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about so. Joy in this episode? All right, uh, nothing. I, I, she could be pretty interesting. I like, I like the angle that they worked it. It is a little on the nose. But yeah, working yeah. it about how she's running, yeah. uh, she's acting sheriff. That's right. Uh, and Luke, yeah, maybe we'll uh, show support for her, depending if she does him a favor or two. So, right. So, uh, Joy, Joy's okay. I, I, it's better than her being just like a generic sheriff. And maybe she will end up being a generic sheriff. It looks like she'll be corruptible. Sheriff Nix, perhaps. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're actually pretty right. I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to Joy at all. For the time she takes up, it's fine. I'm not a, yeah. yeah. I, I, like, if you a prediction, I think she'll die. Okay. All right. That's kind of like the trope that happens to sheriffs like these. <laughs> yeah, and they make also, them just notable enough so that way when they die, it's like, oh, the the sheriff died. Like, and you know their name, and it's a little yeah. more meaningful. Also, Wayne, I was getting some serious Snell vibes from Wayne. <laughs> you're right actually this is like supernatural ozark you're, you're right actually i i, I mean, there is there is a lot of ozark vibes to this yeah yeah so land disputing and he's all about landed <laughs> even the yep. story that a uh, royal tells about wayne with a, a ranch hand that yeah yeah died to a bowl like that is a cold <laughs> story that is pretty cold pretty cold indeed so okay whatever but yeah so i i, I hope to see more from the boys okay all right well i don't know we'll we'll, we'll i think wayne's interesting too i i want to say that i think wayne's an interest i I liked wayne i don't know if you liked the wayne scene that much the way you spoke about it you seem kind of indifferent i liked seeing wayne in here because i i i've been i mean we heard about him in the first episode we know he's the head of the tillersons and right getting to meet him i i did expect him to act the way he did and i but i like it i mean it's He's basically like, he doesn't give a crap. He doesn't <laughs> care at all about you. I want I want your West Pasture because I want your West Pasture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm I'm interested in Wayne. I, I think that he's he's a bit of a caricature right now. So I'm I'm interested to see what where he goes from here. I didn't love that scene. I didn't dislike it either, but um it was a it was a nice transition scene from the beginning of the kind of piece moving around to the end game that they were going for. So, true. Anyway, all right. Well, shall shall we enter the recap, Kurt? Let us. All right. We open right where we left off at the end of episode one with Autumn having just pushed Royal in. She seems shocked that she did it. She retreats and collects Royal's shirt. 
isn't this referred to like the call of the void? Do you know what I'm referring to when I say the call of the void? No, I don't know. So I think I think it can be referenced in a few different ways. Uh, I remember looking at this like a few years ago. Mr. Sal, th- this is something that you could relate to. Do you know that feeling when <laughs> you have to mail something? Do you ever mail stuff? I'm sure you've yeah. mailed stuff in the yeah. past. Yeah. Do, do you have that feeling when you have like an envelope and you have to put it inside the mailbox? And right before you put it in and you have to let go? Do you, do you, do you get, ever get a feeling or no? I guess kind of like I'm like I'm like this is a one way road like you're <laughs> yeah you're once you do this. it it's done yeah 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 like like it's like click and you send do... out an email yes yes actually that's exactly yeah. like another call the void thing right it's like you do it and it's like okay that's it hopefully it's all done right like that now 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 you are all set with that I've heard that that's referred to as a, a call of the void and that some people get like urges like when they're on like the side of a big like cliff or like some dropping that they want to like either jump themselves, not for like any, just, just for curiosity sake, or they want to push someone, uh-huh. push someone down. It's a yeah. call of the void. I don't know. Just thought about that. As so a, you're saying she dropped Royal in the mailbox. Proverbially speaking, but also maybe she, she felt the call of the void of yeah. Good thing she in. Good thing she put a return address on there. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So <laughs> no, she, she, she must have. Oh, yeah, yeah, she probably didn't put enough stampage on him. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. take that. Uh, stamps these days, am I right? <laughs> you sure are. Okay. <laughs> Cecilia gets oh, ridiculous pricing. <laughs> Cecilia gets rid of Luke and Billy. This is where the whole, like, I can't believe I heard an apology. I haven't heard an apology yet. It comes from. <laughs> um, she and the boys, Perry and Rat, wonder what happened to Royal. Royal, meanwhile, wakes up in the rain on the ground near the arrowed bison with Tilly, his horse. Royal, oh. and hey, I, I imagine th- I waking was... up like this, looking the grassy ground all wet. Right. I thought he was in the void at this point. Me too. I thought he was in some alternate like world mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. So Royal wakes up. So anyway, Royal joins the rest of the family, but he's shirtless and he's injured. And he tries to give them as little info as possible about the others, uh, but the others are, are very worried about Autumn, and they want him to get rid of her. Makes sense. Royal tells Cecilia that he was shot by Luke in the knee, but again, I did not at that point remember him being shot, and there's good reason, because he wasn't. That, was, that, that is such a good thing, by the way, actually. Yeah. The fact that they did that, because we both fell for it in the same way of i just didn't remember that i guess that might have happened <laughs> yeah it's pretty awesome uh luke gives uh sorry luke's been calling looking for treasure of uh, trevor not treasure <laughs> <laughs> calling joy looking for treasure uh, treasure she, sheriff yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is the acting sheriff and we see you know some i think it's her daughter like coloring in a joy hawk for sheriff poster and she's Give somebody a, a verbal high five because he's putting up a poster for her. But anyway, over at Luke's house at the Tillerson place, Luke gives Joy this belt buckle that was Trevor's and vaguely threatens her candidacy as the first Indian and gay sheriff. And suddenly, what initially seemed like nothing becomes a priority for Joy. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Rhett goes to see Maria at the bank where she works and he is he's advancing to the next rodeo round because the guy ahead of him got disqualified for drugs so I assume we'll see more bull riding but 
he asks her out and she says yes. He also asks her not to say anything about the fight with Trevor, which she also agrees to. I would feel like I don't want to go out with you anymore. <laughs> if if that's that was obviously the real reason you're here. <laughs> and you're just trying to sweeten me sweeten me up with uh asking me out oh, on stage. No, I just want to just, you know, I, I just want both things. Yeah, equally. I mean, I and I I believe that about Rhett. I just I would feel jilted. Here's the issue though, right? Is that well it's nice you got her to be quiet. If if there's ever any news report about yeah, Trevor's missing. It's been yeah. like a week. She's gonna not not only does she remember <laughs> the fact that you fought her, but she's gonna go, huh, he also told me to stay quiet about it. That's huh? right. Interesting. Like you've kinda you're in a hard situation with her altogether. Because if you tell her nothing, maybe she will just chat with people about it. But I don't know. I think I I think they have to take down another per- the void's reckoning for another person. Like oh. I think got I think you got toss Maria in there <laughs> for the family's sake. Oh man, you got you got you got you got that, walking around. That void's filling up. Okay, who knows? Who knows where the void leads to? Maybe she throw all the trash in. There. Uh, yeah, exactly. For <laughs> <laughs> a couple of landfill issues. Guys. <laughs> No more. We don't have to worry about anymore. <laughs> it's thrown in the void. We don't know where it goes, but it's not here. In the future, Mister Sal, like ten years from now, suddenly a bunch of trash starts just piling up. It's like uh, it's like the pneumatic, pneumatic in the void. The pneumatic tubes in the uh, the one station. Do um, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, in in in, in yeah, the yes. series, yes, in that yeah, okay. series, yes, yes, <laughs> okay, yes. I know the one series. I can't remember the name of the station. Do you remember the name of the station? I don't know the name of the station, but I won't say either. I th- we both know the series, but yeah, where yeah. the where okay. the team stuff was going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, all right, um, Cecilia gets a call about the land dispute, and I don't know if you noticed on the wall. There's a cross stitch that says "Oh Lord, reveal yourself to us," which is great no. foreshadowing of Royal's prayer. Later on, speaking of Royal, he's going to take Perry to see Todd Barney, who's their lawyer. And lawyer, uh, Royal tries to convince Perry that it was an accident, that, that Trevor's death was an accident. But thing is, Perry stopped believing in accidents a long time ago. This, this was fate. Oh, <laughs> fate versus coincidence. Here it is again. It keeps popping up everywhere we look. Royal admits that he doesn't know how the world works. Todd Barney thinks that the Tillersons have a good case and they won't lose, but Royal ain't giving up to their land. Perry uh, wants to cozy up to the Tillersons and give them the land so that they back off on the Trevor thing. But Royal tells him the story of the gourd ranch hand and Wayne's choice not to kill the bull. You don't cozy up to the Tillersons. You keep them as far away as possible. So Royal goes to see them. <laughs> it's just like this interesting juxtaposition. Keep them as far away as possible, but now I'm going to visit. We got a nice house. Yeah, they do. They do. They really do. But except, I mean, that's a lot of taxidermy there. I don't know. That's kind of creepy. So anyway, uh, Royal uh, goes to see Wayne and chalks up his gimpy leg to old age. And little does Luke know that his, he's been shot by Luke. So that is a really interesting retrospectively. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in awe. Royal's in awe of the owl wall, which is creepy as hell. I mean, I'm terrified of birds to begin with. So now you got this wall full of stuffed owls. Yeah, but know. the owls, they're not really birds. They're kind of cool. They're kind of smart. You know, like Harry Potter. 
Okay. What was, <laughs> the, name, right. what was the name of Harry's owl? Uh, oh, he- he- Hedwig? Yeah, Hedwig. Yeah, like, you'd be like Hedwig, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like Merlin's owl, like Archimedes. Yeah. Oh, boy. True. Owl's or, iconic. That's what I'm saying. Or, you can't, you or can't Dan, hit Driver, Dan Driver's owl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> night owl. Yes. Yeah, you should. You should. Uh, I, I, owls, you got to have a spot in your heart for owls, Mr. Sal. I only, because like birds. Of, only because of Watchmen. Really? Okay. I'll take it. Because <laughs> there's no actual owl in Watchmen. <laughs> no, just so sort of named the night owl. <laughs> That's right. And it's I told you you're, I told you you're a villain in the Watchmen world. You go, no, not the owl. <laughs> not right. the night owl. <laughs> yeah, but he's got the he's got the the ship that looks like an owl. That's fine, but oh, yeah. yeah, that's our no actual owls. Yeah. Anyway, Billy is singing in his underwear. I would have nothing, nothing, nothing. I wonder where they showed this. I, I'm assuming this is foreshadowing, like he's going to be a singer or like. So he sang in the first episode too. He did when he was um, driving around. Or yes. When, yeah. He was singing as well. I don't know what he was singing there, but this is Whitney Houston. I would have nothing, nothing. Uh, if I don't, I, I would have nothing if I don't have you. Um, this is so Noah Reed, the actor who plays Billy, is most well known for Shit's Creek. Okay. Um, and he has like a, a an iconic singing scene in Shit's Creek. So I'm guessing that they they are trying to call back. <laughs> like pulling viewers but saying yeah we got Noah Reed singing just just like shit shit's creek <laughs> so <laughs> but i don't know anyway uh we'll see if that ends up being anything but royal finds uh, a business card for dr nia bintu from the university of wyoming and she's a rare earth geologist i I, I don't know anyway there you go I, I assume that has something to do with this disputed land Royal offers Wayne 200 acres of the south pasture, not the west pasture. Wayne tries to explain something about seeking excitement and erotic art in the 80s, uh, but what really gets uh, him excited is what he can't see. I want your west pasture because I want your west pasture. So they, they can't reach an agreement, so it'll be up to the lawyers to sort it out. Hey, take my chances with Todd Barney. I don't know. Who's anyway. Todd Bar- Who's Todd the, Bar- Oh, the lawyer. Royal Royal's lawyer. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Better call Saul. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if Saul Goodman came walking up in the series. <laughs> if, if Saul, that'd be so funny if a series had a Saul Goodman cameo. That'd be amazing. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We see Autumn walking, clutching her necklace. She's like always got her hand on this necklace i'm sure it's something but i don't know what amy goes on a hike she's definitely older than i said last week i said she was five or six yeah she's, <laughs> she's probably about 10 or so if she's going on a hike by herself yeah when she like giving herself cereal for breakfast in the morning and yeah. stuff, i'm like she's older i don't know how yeah. much older but she's older yeah, exactly but autumn finds a rock formation with her symbol that she's been drawing out of the circle with the v in it See, I I always knew I could get someone with that. I'm so glad. (laughs) This whole time, my whole life, I go around, I put that symbol everywhere. (laughs) Some people think there's a meeting. There's no meeting. I just throw throw it all over the place. Go downtown, Mr. Sal. Check out under the bridge. Oh, put three of them right there. 
All right. That was I'll a joke, by the way. I've never graffitied anything <laughs> in my life. That was uh, that was simply a joke. <laughs> I'm not a vandal, I swear. Okay, good, good. Well, Amy comes across Autumn and asks why she's there. And Autumn replies with, I don't know, but I know that I'm supposed to be here. I, I, I want to also note how Autumn is just fine with Amy, with how young Amy is just walking around on her own. It just doesn't question it. Because she, she didn't know she was an abbot at first. Did right. you an abbot? So, which, I don't know. I feel like if I saw a random, like, 12-year-old walking around out here in the woods, I would I would at least ask them, like, hey, you are you lost? or Hey, are you a hallucination? Are you, like, are you supposed <laughs> to be here? Oh, okay, you're an abbot. I, I don't know. I mean, just, Autumn is supposed to be here, she says. I know. Autumn, basically, Autumn's just thinking about Autumn right here. Autumn's yeah. just in awe about this symbol. Exactly. Like, wow. I doesn't give a crap about Amy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But here's more fate, more destiny popping up. I think I, I know I'm supposed to be here. She's been drawing that symbol for years, and now she's seeing it all over this place. But Amy points out that it looks like the Abbott family brand. Mm-hmm. Autumn is shocked to hear that royal was at breakfast <laughs> so uh, i'd be shocked too if i pushed somebody in the void and found out that they were at breakfast the next morning yeah i'd <laughs> avoid them avoid them <laughs> uh royal goes to autumn's camp and finds uh, his shirt some pills and some rocks piled on top of three books did you catch the books I did not look at what the books were. Well, what were the books? Book one is called Fragments. Uh, I assume that's like a novel or something. The second book was Euripides, who was a Greek tragedy writer. Okay. We've already gotten mention of Kronos. Kronos, so, yeah. Yep. Um, and the bottom book was Modern Quantum Mechanics. Oh, something. Something's up with this <laughs> void here. She oh, she yeah. knows what's going on here. She's also that's collecting it. rocks, which is what yes. I love to do, too. When I go camping, I take a lot of rocks. Bring, them in, bring them in the tent. I was trying to figure out, is it, was one of these rocks the rock that Royal threw into the void? But I don't, I don't think it was. But anyway. Love me some rocks. Yeah. Royal takes his shirt and throws it into the void. So his shirt just <laughs> no, when he did this, I went, now just using it as a trash can. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you have some standards here, my man. You can't just you can't just you just throw everything into the void. Well, I don't like he's like, man, the cost of using a junkyard is too much nowadays. Just throw it right in the void. So what's really interesting though is that he does this after having been in the void, so he knows where it's going. And he's okay. some sort of idea. Yeah. He's okay with it going to that place. So that's interesting. Anyway. Uh, I want to, like, what happens if you put, like, a wire in the void? Like, can I, can I tie something? That's what something? I, I can't what believe he hasn't tried that. Out, tried that and then yet. drag it out. That's what I'm wondering, too. Yeah. Go fishing in the void. <laughs> Luke, Luke, he pulls up Luke with a gun. <laughs> Wait. Okay, what happens if I shoot a bullet through the void? Does it keep its momentum? There's lots of interaction. Like, what yeah, happens? I don't know. We haven't that seen breaks the laws of physics. We, like, yeah, it definitely does. We haven't seen anybody come out of the void yet, or anything come out of the void yet. I bet we do eventually. Nah, I bet we don't. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you really ill turned on that. Yeah, uh, 180 very quickly. <laughs> One of those zero turn lawn mowers. Yep, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a bet you did not want to back. Nope, <laughs> no teeth in that one. Okay, so uh, we have the dinner scene next uh, with the with Grace, my favorite scene. So we'll skip ahead to they moving them moving the cattle, and Royal 
has to run one down before it reaches the void. But this was interesting. Very interesting because nobody else noticed that void. And did you catch Cecilia saying, where's he going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off his, he's off his rocker. He's off his rocker. Like, so is it the case that only Royal and Autumn can see Cecilia. the void? Yeah. And do they see the straggler? Look, so. Right. Do they see the straggler? Like, is there even a straggler? Right. Like, uh, I, yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you want to start trying to make assumptions off the scene. I don't really have any predictions based off of it, but it's certainly, certainly interesting. Well, Autumn and, and Royal are connected in more ways than one. So it would not surprise me if they're the only two that can see the void. Because mm-hmm. they, they do have this other significant connection that we'll talk about when we get to the penultimate scene. But the straggler is a real question that I have. Like, is this all in Royal's head? Yeah, or bits of it. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, is there no straggler, but the void is there, or vice versa, or both, or yeah, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that night, Royal goes back to that drawer that he was going to in episode one. I know. They paid it off very quickly. So he goes to the drawer, and he he fishes out a very old photo. I have no idea who these people are in the photo. I paused on it, did not recognize it. I'm sure Royal knows. I'm sure he does. Before the age of nine. And I bet Autumn knows, too. But she doesn't get to see the photo. Because Autumn surprises him. And she doesn't think that he wants her gone, even though he says he does. Because she has too many secrets to keep now i like the juxtaposition here with the end of episode one because in episode one royals in the dark and autumn shines the flashlight on him and here autumn's in the dark and royal shines the flashlight on her oh yeah so that's true I like, that. I like that anyway they begin he begins this rapid fire set of questioning which makes a lot of sense having seen the last scene but makes no sense when we're hearing it for the first time yeah he asks, what's your real name? She says, Autumn. Now, I could not see her name tag, but she does have a name tag in the in the void. Okay. It did not look like it was long enough to be to say Autumn. Mm. But I couldn't read it, so I can't be I can't be for sure. Last name, Rivers. Now, I, this doesn't mean anything, I'm sure, but Rivers is the name of in, in Game of Thrones, Rivers is used as a bastard name. So, oh, so if you have no name, you use rivers. Exactly. If, depending on where you're born. If you're for, mm-hmm. born in the Riverlands, you use rivers. If you're born in the north, you use snow and so forth. Wow. Ah. So, anyway. Um, Which would make sense with her saying she does not remember things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, where does she get all her money from? A trust fund? He doesn't buy that. Do you have any interest in mining? She says no. Have, uh, have you ever worked for the government? She again says no. And again, we're, we're, she's, he's asking all this because he saw her in the void. He yeah. saw her in a very official looking outfit that was yellow, um, surrounded by these oil derricks that are drilling. Seemingly, she's got a lanyard on. Seemingly, there's military there, which would come from the government and so forth. He says, have you ever been in a cult? And she does not lie here, presumably. She says, yes. And her favorite color is yellow. Well, not her favorite color, but but what does the color yellow mean to you? Mm-hmm. It means power to her, which is the color she was wearing in the void. He says, have you ever killed anyone? She says, no. 
And he says, were, were you trying to kill me when you threw me in? No, she says. And then she turns the questioning around on him. What do you remember from your childhood? Do you remember anything before the age of nine? Because I didn't until I got here. Oh, okay. So last episode, Cecilia told us the story about how Royal came right up to the ranch having you know who does never never wants to talk or something bad happened with his family that he doesn't remember so uh, presumably he was about nine when he popped up here uh i also will remind you that we did see two boys when he put his hand in the void yeah two flashes yep two flashes yep but anyway um she says do you believe in fate because something brought me here she wants them to help each other figure out what's happening. And she asks, what did you see in there? And then we get the last scene, your favorite scene that we've already covered in detail. So, oh, man, I, the second half of this episode is so damn good. It's so good. It is really good. I I want more of this for the whole Me episode. Me too. I, mean, I, I don't know if I could handle it for a full episode. I think it might be too much for a full episode, but I I want some I want backstory. Oh, I want some royal backstory too. I, I want some backstory magic happening soon. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh, okay, Kurt. Anything else you want to add before we check the time? No, no. Well, then let's check the time. Okay. Yep. Let's. Oh, oh, it's TV time. Let's go. Ain't no time like a TV time. All right, TV time, TV time, the best time. On a scale from one to five, what do you think the the users of TV time gave this episode? A five. A five, 69%, you're right. All right, fantastic. Well, how about the favorite character? I believe that you said Royal was your favorite character. I think the people said Royal. I think you said... You were thinking about Autumn, but Royal's in your favorite scene. You said Royal. I, I did. I said, I, look... I don't think this series works without Autumn. I think that it needs Autumn. Um, I think, but it is a royal story, though. It, this, uh, but Royal is the guy here, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's he, like the main character. He's in the void. He says grace. He's like he he asks all the questions of Autumn. I I uh, Royal is my favorite character, but the show needs Autumn as oh, much yeah. as it needs Royal. So, I, right. I, and, I certainly agree. All right, good. And the TV time uh, users also agree, 91% royal. Mm-hmm. And Curious Autumn, if we'll get like a non-royal, non-central to royal episode, like if Autumn gets her own episode or something. I hope so. I really hope so. Who knows then? But um, uh, until then, I, I think royal's going to be getting a lot of uh, W's. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. Definitely approaching Simone territory here. <laughs> Sister, good old sister Simone. By the way, Simone's last name, do you remember from Mrs. Davis? No, I don't. Abbott. Really? Same as same as the Abbots here. Same as Royal mm, Abbott. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting indeed. All right. Uh, any other predictions you want to make? We've already talked about what we think is going on with the void. We, we, we kind of pointed out the, the straggling cow or stra- straggling uh, steer. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, nothing particularly new no i think everything i said last episode i can still hold to so okay i'm gonna make two i think pretty bold predictions here okay i think the autumn and royal are related okay and they're they're connected by that photo 
All right. You know, I hear I'll, I'll throw one in then too. Uh, okay. Joy will die. Ooh, ooh. All right. All right. Uh, one more. Uh-huh. I think at some point, I don't know if it's going to happen next episode, but I think at some point, live Trevor meets dead Trevor. <laughs> huh? I might write that down. That's you to write down. Okay. Live Trevor meets <laughs> dead Trevor. Right? You see what I'm saying, though? No, I get it. Like, yeah. his corpse like, just comes popping up. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? That would be messed up. <laughs> they bring, they send it back. <laughs> like, nope, we don't want it. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, someone has a bunch of trash. Like, where's all that going? That, that's what I want to know. Like, he's, he, I want to know what's happening to the trash stuff he's throwing in. Like, where's it ending up? Because it's not. I it's, know. That, that, that I have a big question. I th- Maybe I you just throw, toss, toss like an air tag in there and then follow it. <laughs> an air tag? Yeah, like an Apple air tag. Oh, an air tag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It just doesn't. Because that'll definitely work. Yeah. yeah it's just it's cross dimensional or oh. time. Wow. Air t- Apple's pretty advanced. Modern technology. <laughs> I guess you know? so. Engineering. That's why a lot of people go into it. Mm, okay. <laughs> Way to reference a conversation we had before we started recording. <laughs> Great job, Kurt Dynamite. <laughs> okay. All right, well, folks, uh, that's all we got for for episode two of Out of Range. I'm excited to watch episode three, which is entitled "The Time." I'm liking these titles; they're great. They're great. The so, nice uh, and the simple. Yeah, that's true. In the meantime, folks, email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail dot com if you have any questions or comments, or if you want to chime in on the blessed argument that we had earlier. Again, check yeah, yeah, again, yeah. <laughs> Ch- check out our other uh, series that we've covered. We've already mentioned Mrs. Davis and Ozark extensively, but we've also covered Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, <laughs> Centaur World, Chernobyl, Dexter New Blood, The Leftovers, The Last of Us, Lost, almost done with Lost, almost done. <laughs> uh, Only Murders in the Building, this uh, Russian Doll, The White Lotus, and we also mentioned Watchmen, I guess. So. Lots of lots of great stuff for you to check out. A lot of stuff in, the, in a similar vein to this, with a lot of the similar themes, especially Ozark and Mrs. Davis for my and the leftovers, I think probably, and Lost. So lots of stuff <laughs> and Russian Doll. A lot of stuff for you to check out. That's that's kind of in this vein. So uh, make sure you do that and give us those five star ratings and reviews. Share the podcast around. Tell people about it. Tell people about Outer Range. We'd love to get the a big listenership and a big uh, viewership for Outer Range leading into season two. So, all right. Anything else you'd like to add, Kurt? No. Okay. Well, folks, have a good week. We'll talk to you next time for The Time because there's a great void between us. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.